guys, this is Kevin Degrar from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Adam Devani with us. He is among the top 50 coaches in Boston. Adam is a strategic partner, thinker, leader, doer, achiever, and a girl dad. He has been a leader, elevating talent for over two decades, helping individuals through belief, strategy, and support to be better and bigger. His mission is to help you reach your goals in life and career through his power of finding the path of clarity, confidence, and a continual path of learning. He is also great in networking. So, with that being said, let's welcome our today's guest, Adam Bani. Adam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kiran. I'm excited to be here. Let's begin with your journey, Adam. Tell us about yourself and what got you started in coaching. Sure. So my journey is one that has been led by an experience through again, as you mentioned here in the leadership path that I was on in a two decade plus sort of nonlinear marketing career where I was leading teams, building business. What sort of inspired me to move into coaching was understanding that going through those two decades of leadership in that marketing world, I always love to give the direct reports or either indirect reports that I had a connection to. The support and to not only enable success in their current role, but ultimately, I always always was hoping to deliver them to the next role and the role after that. After working in that career for so long, I really realized through some internal work that I worked on with a coach of my own, that's what I love to do. That's what drives me. As you mentioned, I have a, a superpower of networking. But that ties to also supporting people and having a huge value on community and helping to influence people to figure out the vision for their goals and then keep them energized and accountable towards achieving them. Totally. And after you become a coach, there must be several like clients and stories that you might have witnessed. So, anyone in particular that stands uh, on the top of the mind right now? Sure. I've found, at least in terms of building my own coaching business, and I'm working on a couple things to scale up. One of the things through building your own business that I've realized is that it takes a level of resilience, and especially from my coaching perspective, and what I help enable with a lot of my clients is this idea that even if it's a cloudy day out, the sun is still hiding behind the clouds. You just have to wait and be resilient for. Those clouds to part. A lot of what I've been driven on in a year of having this business up and running is staying resilient, even in the times that don't feel like things are going well. There are peaks and there are valleys. The other piece of it that I've seen be really successful for driving the coaching side of the business that I built is the idea that referrals are the best way to get the best clients. Really, as a coach, my perspective is. It's a transactional sort of mindset. I feel I, I have a, a vision also that the a lot of people can't get to this, but the fully optimized human has a, a therapist as a support to help solve for issues that happened in the past, a mentor who's sitting with them right in the middle to help keep them energized. So talk about building your own business. It's finding those partners and accountability partners whether it's other coaches or other entrepreneurs that I can lean on to send ideas to. I work on building a huge resource set of things for my clients. It's a great sounding board. If I build something and then I send it to someone, I can get some strong feedback and accountability through that. But ultimately, a lot of the conversations have turned into one connection that leads to an introduction to someone else that then is an introduction to a third person. And that's the client that I close within the coaching business. It's such a 
it's a two-way street alignment that comes into play with finding those right clients that I can help enable growth within, but I can also learn from them. Understood. I get the point now. So Adam, let's move on to the next question. Now, this one is about steps, strategies, methodologies that you tend to use when you work with a client. No matter what client I work with, whether it's someone who's a career searcher or a founder and entrepreneur who's a little bit more seasoned and needs that accountability guidance, I always tend to start in the relationship by focusing on visioning. And it's not so much about what that person is looking for through the coaching business. It backs it up to a higher level about what they're trying to achieve from a vision standpoint. I've got a couple of tools that I use early in that process. One that I've personally used for years now is uh, the concept of Ikigai, which is the Japanese concept of a reason for being. I think that's a fantastic starting point for people to understand what their vision is, because that pulls in those four categories of, of what makes up that Ikigai, the reason for being, what you love, what the world needs, and what you can get paid for. Then I love to take that as a second step into what I've put together that's called an Odyssey plan. And the Odyssey plan takes that Ikigai vision and molds it into a bit of a more strategic thinking framework because it allows you to, to balance three different options for what you hope your vision to be in five or 10 years in the future. It's not necessarily about achieving those things over the next five, 10 or 10 years. It's more about putting a stake in, a, in the ground for where people ultimately want to go and what they ultimately want to be be doing for the future. Totally. Can I ask you a follow-up question on Ikigai? Sure. So can you please define uh, a person who has just graduated, okay, want to pursue entrepreneurship? So what are some of the questions they can ask themselves to, to get a deeper dive into their Ikigai and then maybe pursue yeah, that's a fascinating question because there are a lot of questions that come into building that Ikigai perspective. Getting into a couple of those as you think about being an entrepreneur, it, what are your passions in life? What, what do you lose track of time doing? What do you spend a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon learning? And, and that helps you understand what you love. In terms of what the world needs, what do you hear people asking for? What do you think the world could use your help with achieving? What you can get paid for, that's straightforward, but that leans more on what does your experience set look like? If you're someone who's a recent college graduate and is going down this path of entrepreneurship, what did you focus on in school? What are the results that you have? What have people said they would pay for your help with? That can simply be a way to craft that and then understanding what you're good at. What are you world-class at? Everyone from my own perspective, again, as I said, has a unique, valuable perspective in the world. How do you zero in on that unique perspective and those unique pieces that make you up to and, and craft you as a world-class person that can go down a path to success? The other piece of it that, that I think you need with Ikigai as well is the idea of you need to be continuously learning. I, I think any entrepreneur needs to have that at the front and center of their core because you have to have that resilience, but you have to learn and iterate through it as well. Yes. So thank you so much for answering that. All the college graduates, uh, people who are finding a new career path to listen to this advice that Adam just gave, because 
that can lead you to find your ikigai quick and faster and once you have it go nail it uh, right. next question please tell us about networking what are some of the best ways of networking so that we build our business more more efficient networking is the core of how i've built my own business and i think how anyone needs to build their business it's about doing it networking is something that to really bring the intentionality is a huge piece of it and you need to it needs to be done genuinely and authentically i i like to think about building a network one of the the big things that i would i work on and i actually just uh, put together a workshop on building some soft skills around professionalism communication and networking but one part of that in the professionalism section i think that grounds networking completely because it's about sort of understanding that it's about it's not about quantity in terms of networking it's about quality understanding that every new connection is an opportunity to learn and grow and provide support through and how that plays out in the day to day for myself and what I've built over my corporate career but also into building this business is it just takes offering up a little bit of support along with your request to connect or your request for more information that takes it from a salesy mindset and moves it into a genuine, authentic way of building those connections. Yes. And that's the reason you have good at, you have been good at, and you will be good at networking because uh, you know that power is more important than quantity, no matter how many people you meet. If you are not able to provide quality, it is difficult to stick to their mind. Another piece there that I would also add on top is the fact that note-taking through conversations is a huge piece of it. After th the first year after I left the corporate world and started on this path to building my own business, I ended up using the power of my own network to have anywhere between three to seven 30-minute coffee chats with someone new that I had never met before and just driven through my own networking I have this huge resource of notes that I took through those conversations. There are obviously some fantastic AI tools in the last year that have come out that help with note taking, but keeping those notes clearly put together allows me to go back and make connections with people in my network. And that's one of the most fantastic, satisfying, you know, I don't, it doesn't result in necessarily a payout from a financial standpoint. But when you see someone who I just met that I connected with someone that I know from 15 years ago, make something together, that just shows the power that a network can hold. Yes. And using AI tools, can you please meet some of them if you can remember? As an entrepreneur, I know a lot of other founders who are building AI tools. There are some fantastic ones. I don't necessarily use them for note-taking. I know others use otter.ai for note-taking purposes that can tie in with Zoom. I think it's a little bit clunky. One tool that I've started using that I found hugely valuable, uh, there are a couple I'll mention. One is called Use Speech Tracking Tool, and it's another founder friend of mine, but it actually will tie in at the, at, the, at the end of a Zoom call or any other conversation virtually. It'll give you a readout on your word usage, your language, how much time you are taking up. That's a hugely valuable tool. I also do use one called Backtrack which Backtrack doesn't necessarily note-take, but it, it records and then analyzes your meeting afterwards in a cloud-based environment and gives you some tangible ideas of note-taking after the fact. Thank you so much for naming them. If you guys have not written the names down, make sure that you do. 
go back, listen to it and note it down. Maybe they can help you in networking on uh, next level. So, Adam, moving forward, what keeps you inspired or motivated as a coach? As a coach or as an entrepreneur, it's just about knowing that I have that unique perspective that I can bring to the world. As a coach, you have a lot of options to go down. And I've debated whether certification through one of the traditionally thought of coaching practices is the right thing for me. What I've realized is even more than when I started building this business, I have a unique perspective. I want to build my own framework that I can deliver to other people in the world. Having that clarity of my vision after a year in place and being able to evolve to that and using that as a tool set in order to make the effort to scale up has been a big shift because it gives me a framework to work off of and, and really build something. Through a lot of the conversations I've had as a coach as well, I've gotten great feedback on the ideas that I have, and I just know I need to continue to iterate. And as a founder, building resource sets, building other tools, I know that I'm going to, I just need to put something into market and then I can iterate on it later. It's about nothing's going to be perfect and understanding and resolving yourself of needing to reach perfection allows me to put something out in the world and then I can iterate it on it later when I get feedback from either trusted people or clients who I bring through any, any anything that I put together. Yes, of course. And that is a shortcut way of reaching the top faster because if you have been doing a kind of work that leads to analysis with paralysis, then that's not good. So Adam, let's ask you the ways people should know about to reach out to you. So what are some of the best ways of reaching out? There, there I've got my website. It's adam.com. Because I'm built on networking, I in as much as I loathe LinkedIn. That is a fantastic tool to make connections. So you can find me there as Adam W. Barney. Um, I post a lot of content and resources that, that allow you to get into my mindset of thinking. My, but, but those are the best two channels to follow me, at least initially. I'm starting to build a presence. I'll also mention, Kieran, I'm in this journey of building my own business in the back of my mind. As I've always thought about writing a book. I'm in the early stages of starting to write a book around some of the unique perspectives that I've built in the world really the core of using optimism and autonomy. So I'm excited to to get that out there and merchant shed light on that into the world in, in the near future. Wow. And have you thought of a title yet? I've thought of a title. It's a working title on that book, which I think is okay. But it's a title that is close to the chest in terms of the way I feel. It's built around this idea a lot of times people are categorized as either a glass half full or a glass half empty person. The working title on it is, this isn't going to be the final title, I know that much, but it's about making your own glass half full and using those tools of optimism and autonomy to drive that success. Wow. Sounds like a plan to me. Very curious to look forward to the book. But if you guys resonate with Adam, do reach out to him via his website, adamwpani.com. And is also on LinkedIn at Adam Dupan. Next question. Tell us about goal setting and goal getting. So uh, let's say someone has a goal, and as entrepreneurs, we mainly have revenue-based goals. So what are your suggestions to achieve those goals? And uh, what are some of the tools that might come to help? I'm someone who in my corporate career used a myriad of different goal setting tools in planning. 
Um, I've got a deep resource bench of those within my coaching practice as well, because it ties into visioning. I'm a big fan of using smart goals, but I think any goal can be written in a smart goal. That's one that I personally do use. I'm also, a, from a revenue standpoint, I think it's important to set those big, hairy, audacious goals so that you have something to work and achieve towards. And, and whether it's revenue for, for myself, is it getting 10 one-to-one coaching clients at a time when, and maintaining that? Is it taking the, the workshop th- that I've built around those soft skills and trying to land four corporate clients per month, as well as a handful of higher ed, depending on seasonality? Setting those different goals and using those frameworks are really important in terms of how I've built my business. To get a little bit more tactical, though, and I've implemented this with a couple of my sort of more more entrepreneurial clients, it's the idea of a 30-day challenge, right? And a 30-day challenge can help build that consistency to resilience of what you want to do. And ultimately, if you put 30 days of work behind anything that you do, whether it's even spending five minutes doing push-ups, that can achieve you to those bigger goals. And it's about staying resilient on that path to the future. 30 days is a a tangible way. In my own coaching, the true transformation takes time. And being an entrepreneur, it takes time and staying resilient. And especially with founders and entrepreneurs, Having that accountability partner to help guide you towards your goals while also providing feedback is hugely valuable to, to that success path. It sure is. It sure is. Thank you so much for sharing your ideas on how to achieve goals faster and quicker and with more efficiency. With that, we leave you to the final question. Adam, what are the action steps? What do you suggest the listener does after, after hearing this conversation? Yeah. I, I honestly think it's understanding that there are there's a lot of success that be, can be achieved through optimism and that idea of of autonomy. Those are the two core things that I've realized have built my own corporate career, but also have influenced a lot of my clients to find that path of success. It's focusing in on those tied into the vision that you build for yourself and making sure you've got those mentors and accountability partners, whether it's myself or another coach. You need that support network to help you achieve your goals. I also, being a founder and entrepreneur can be a very lonely place to live. Building that community around yourself is so valuable so that you have those accountability partners or you feel like you have a community of support around you. So curating, finding those networks is a big piece of of getting there too. Wow. So do that, guys. Have an accountability partner and build your business with optimism and autonomy. With that being said, uh, that was today's episode of the Sparking Entrepreneur Show. If you resonate with Adam, reach out to him at adamwbani.com and his LinkedIn, Adam Dubani. So thank you so much, Adam, for such a great conversation. It was nice to have you on the show. It was insightful to meet you and learn about how you do what you do. Thank you so much, Kieran. It was a pleasure. And I really look forward to hearing from some of the listeners out there. There's so much that you can achieve through having a growth partner or an energy partner that can help guide you and keep you keep your battery charged for the future. Sure thing, sure thing. Do that, guys. With that said, I am your host, Kieran Agraha, signing off for the day. You guys take care. Bye, guys. <laughs>